This story is about why it's important to clear your cookies on your computer because we've recently done a story in the Philippines mm -hmm. and this was recommended to me. But here's the thing. I do fucking clear my cookies. I just don't understand how they keep. Do you know how I clear my cookies? Eat them. Mm -hmm. Out of the cookie jar. Yeah. <laughs> I just do not understand. I use a VPN as well, but somehow I'm getting recommendations I mean, that but, are tailored to but me. But don't you think it's like storing your posts? Like if you're visiting your own post about it, that might do it. Maybe. So Google is seeing it, that. I mean, I'm, it's also listening to what we're saying right now. No, I'm literally, guys, I use a VPN and clear my cookies. So there's something else that they're doing. Yeah, maybe they got a tracker on my site or whatever. And they see that, you know, I'm looking at this. Yeah. Because I'm not just talking about true crime. I'm talking about like tailored recommendations for oh, yeah. products. Yeah. But it's like, how are they doing it if I'm being proactive? And, you know, how are they still getting through? It's crazy. It's everywhere. Yeah. Big Brother is everywhere. All right. So check it out. This is where we're going to tonight. This is Mag Say Say Drive. We and are in the hustle and bustle of the Philippines. This is the Philippines. Yeah. I love Filipino people as a people, as persons. They're really nice. They are. And yeah. they're very hard workers. That is true. And you know what's great about them? So this sounds fucked up, but I know. See, most companies hire either someone from India or the Philippines. Mm -hmm. They're about the same rate which mm -hmm. is literally cheap and nothing, but you get the advantage of the Filipinos speaking English. So yeah. there's no, there's no translation barrier. I don't know if you, but they are the same rate, literally. Did, have you ever yeah. had Filipino Engineers. food? No. It is so good. Lumpia? Yeah. Delicious. Jen, I want to show you. I don't you. think there's any Filipino restaurants around here, is there? I know some Filipino people. So if you. And would, they are. Well, they do have a food truck. Lumpia. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen, I want to show you this. This is weird. All right. Number one, look at this crazy ass taxi. Oh, shit. There's a whole. These are Mercedes. Wow. Those are cool. Yeah, those are really cool. Derek Boy. Those are cool. So we're in Alangapo a in the Philippines. This is the city here. Here, but th look at this. <laughs> I showed Nicole this the other day. Tell me what you think about this. Hey, where is it at? It's over here. I think you could probably go to any power line post, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> look at this tangled mess. That looks safe. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine seeing that over here? That would never, it would never, you would never see this over here in America. There's no effing way like look at this shit i mean th look there's just lines hanging down like what, what are these for they're just like hanging down like how do you even know what's what you don't holy tits anyway so tonight we are going to october 11 2014 and this case is recommended to me because of the search history and stuff like that but still i don't think anyone's covered it and as nicole said last week like i do take on cases that no one wants to touch and which is why i get like in trouble a lot i guess but, <laughs> you know, because he just does not give a shit. I don't give a shit, you know, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit I'm fucking ignorant and shit. And I say stupid shit. I'll be the first to admit that. But guess what? At least I fucking admit it. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Self-awareness <sighs> is important. It's like all these other true crime podcasts like, oh, we're just doing this for the victims, you know? 
Oh yeah? Well, why don't you take all your ads off your podcast and not make any money? Tonight, we are going to the Philippines, Alangapo, and we're actually going to a specific nightclub. It's not open anymore, but the sign is still there. The nightclub is above the OBGYN. Oh, yeah. so like, you know, if you... All your needs. And have, yeah, if you, if you go out one what night and, you know, then you're out all morning and you're like, you know what? I can't find my keys. And then you... And I need a pap smear. Is that where you're going with? Yeah. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> I can't find my keys and I need a pap smear. So fuck. Anyway, tonight we're going to Ambiance Nightclub. So this is a top floor nightclub. It's no longer open if you look on Google Maps. No longer open. But at the time it was, is 2014. I don't think it closed because of this story. But I, yeah, I doubt it closed because of this story. But this is where we're going. Ambiance. We're going to 11.10 p.m. at night. Tonight we're talking about a female that was there in the bar. Her name is Jennifer Laud. Have you heard that name? No. I doubt you have because, like I said, this is a, a story that's not really well known, but this is what she looks like if you want to describe her. Young. I said I think she looks like a model. Yeah. And I can't tell. Like, it doesn't I don't think like she's naked. She's not nude maybe here. Not. Oh, I mean, maybe, look, that's a, maybe that's a bikini a, string like top. I was thinking that was a, a necklace before. Because there's like prayer hands behind her. Yeah. So why would she be nude? I don't know. Maybe that's a, the, a, not a real background. Who knows? Well, yeah, obviously she's not floating in the sky above the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so why would the praying hands be real? She was at the Ambiance Bar. It's a disco bar on October 11th, 2014. She was there at 11, 10 p.m. And the you know, the time here is kind of important. But she is known as a Pocahontas. Do you want to take a guess what a Pocahontas is, Jen? Yes. Someone from an, another country came to uh, court her and was she was taken back. That's an interesting, actually, idea. It's a great guess. Yeah. It's not correct, but it's still a good guess. Oh. Wow, you never compliment my guesses. So a Pocahontas, and this is a, a derogatory term oh. for a Filipina female who is a slut. That is what Pocahontas stands for. Is it The term is a Tagalog term, which is a language there for poke, poke, which literally translates to slut. So that is what a Pocahontas is. I don't like that. So basically, she's a sex worker. All right, she's a prostitute. Okay. So she's working, and the reason reason that prostitution is so so rampant well rampant and accepted there is because the uh the u.s has a really big presence there as far as the military and the reason why which we'll kind of talk about is because we're allied with the philippines so when china tries to take over like we we have some asian allies does that make sense Mm -hmm. i mean that's the reason why let's be honest they won't admit it but you know we all know well especially after that whole you know world war ii thing yeah we want to leave ourselves exposed yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what we tell ourselves. <laughs> so let me show you like this inside of the club because it actually looks really freaking cool. Like seeing inside this damn thing. So I'm putting all these photos on talkmore.com. You definitely want to see what the victim here looks like. And you want to see some of the other photos. We do have the death photo of her and is very weird looking, but you definitely want to go there and check it out. But I want to show you the inside of the club right now. I'm trying to pull it up. And one of the main sources I used was from a Vice article. This is inside the nightclub. 
pretty cool, eh? Ooh. So you're walking up these stairs. Now she, and her name was Jennifer Lodge, she is standing on top of the stairs. There's two other females with her at the time, her friends and roommates. They're at the top of the stairs. They're there to accept offers for sex. That's why they stand on top of the nightclub. And it was really accepted there. So that's what she's doing. Mm -hmm. And a man walks up the stairs. And let me show you this man right quick. Here is the man that walks up the stairs to meet her. If you want to describe this guy. Um, he looks either American or um, he's European. from he's actually from your city, right? Yeah. New Bedford. No way. Yeah. He's a New Bedford, Massachusetts man. OK. What's his name? Well, I'm not saying he's a killer or anything. I'm just saying like this who meets Jennifer tonight. Oh, OK. Well, interesting. I'll reserve my opinion for later. And also, if you look behind here, you see a boxing ring. So this is a young man and i don't know how old he is here but when he met jennifer loud that night he was 19 years old he's also wearing a specific type of shirt you want to take a guess what 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 he's wearing uh, an army uh pt shirt no oh. it's a marine green shirt i said the same thing don't yeah worry, they're they're, sl they're different y'all well, <laughs> it's all it's all army green to me i don't know <sighs> Like an olivey green. I don't know what the difference is. Well, I guess I, I I don't know. Yeah, let me show you. I wanted to show you like the, the difference. The different There's shades greens. of green. It is for real. No, I believe it. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right. Anyway, so he because you don't want to be like mistaken for another branch. You all have different colors. So Joseph Pemberton, he's a U.S. Marine, Private First Class Joseph Pemberton, nineteen. He was there with all of his other Marine friends and Navy friends. They were doing a joint exercise which is really prevalent from the U.S. We always send our ships there, whatever. So he's on shore leave. He has to be back on the ship by midnight, right? And sorry, 11-10, 2014. Okay. So and we'll talk a little bit more about him later. But he is the one that meets Jennifer Laud that night. And we can see a photo of them actually going up those same stairs that you just saw. So this is him walking up the stairs with her. So you see it's the same room. That's him right here. Now he is a professional boxer or at least that's what they said he's only 19 so i guess you know he made money as a boxer before he joined the marines i guess so anyway he meets jennifer so joseph meets jennifer and they start to arrange a payment for sex which is normal and she never goes alone she always travels with her two friends one of them's name is barbie they always travel together because number one they don't want to get you know if one goes alone they may get raped or whatever and number two they they just travel in packs and and it's not just americans that come down here it's people from guys from all over mm -hmm. like you have chi chinese korean ca canadians all kinds of people come in and they use the services of these women right barbie jelviro said she never went with a guy alone she always asked one of us to come with her so we knew where she was yeah so they go and they rent a local motel room number one which is right behind the receptionist desk a motel called the cell zone which I think is like a cell phone zone and they just mm. had a, a, a spare room. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Barbie's there too. She is negotiating a rate for Jennifer. Jennifer suggested 5K pesos, but Joseph Pemberton said he would only pay 1,000 pesos, which is $25. So she wanted $125, but she decided to do it for $25. And what that means is oral sex and maybe full sex. I'm not sure. Court sources say part of Pemberton Testimony indicated that he right yeah. yeah that he had oral sex twice.
twice in the room with another woman, one in stand-up position and another lying down before he had oral sex with Laud. So he is getting oral sex from Barbie, we're imagining, standing up and she just kind of, you know, breaking the ice, I guess, kind of getting them warmed up. Then she's about to leave. So she actually leaves and then the uh, the actual transaction of sex is going to you know take place with only Jennifer Laud and Joseph Pemberton in the room. Jennifer is performing oral sex on this 19-year-old Marine. He is laying on the bed, pants down. She's, you know, going, performing this service for him and his hands start to wander around and he puts his hands like in between her legs. Jennifer Laud had been performing oral sex on Pemberton when he suddenly felt a penis when he put his hand between Laud's legs. So this is why you clear your cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Clear these cookies. All right. This is a murder podcast, Jim. What do you think happens here? I mean, take a, take a wild guess. You think he's okay with, with, uh, with this? Probably not. (laughs) Okay. Jennifer Loud was Jeffrey, but now she's Jennifer. She still has a penis, though. I don't know what that would mean. Um, you can be transgender without receiving a surgery. Okay, yeah, that. so that's her. And this is important, but she didn't have breast implants. Okay. Or no, she did have breast implants. She okay. did have breast implants. Yes. Yeah, she did have breast implants. It was her friend that did not. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. This is her right here. This is Jennifer Loud. This is her photos. Honestly, you can't tell. I mean... No, I wouldn't. You can't tell. No, no. You can't tell that she is a he. There is a a movement going on, and I never heard of it, but it's called the trans panic defense. All right, so I'm just going to throw that out there and let you think about it. Okay. The basic, the basic question I want you to think about this is the big question. Does a transgendered person have to disclose their, quote, genital status if they in, if they're about to engage in sexual activities with a person. So that that's called the trans panic defense, which we're going to talk about. But let's first talk about what actually happened in the room. 30 minutes after Barbie and Jennifer and Joseph got into this room, 30 minutes later, Joseph walks out, just kind of, you know, walks out coyly. Is that a word? Yeah. Like he, coy is like coyly. Kind of, yes. Yeah. Joseph walks out nonchalantly. He actually leaves the door ajar. Now the housekeeper is pretty excited about it because now she can just clean up the room. These are rooms for for the, the night. Yeah. yeah, these are like sex rooms, basically. You rent it for an hour or whatever, and then they, they clean it up real quick, which I really doubt uh, they're doing much of anything, getting some stains out the wall. But then they just re-sell the room. So this is the room right here. The room actually doesn't even have a bath. It has one toilet and then this. This is all you're getting. This room, which is just a bed, sheets, not even a cover, and some some literally jerk-off towels on the freaking banister. A shitty little fake candle with a have a nice day. Have a nice day. Please don't come everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Or please come again. (laughs) Have a nice day. Please come again. (laughs) There you go. I wonder if that's what it says. Okay, so this is the room you're getting. So 30 minutes after they rent this room, he walks out, leaves the door open. The housekeeper goes in there to clean it to get uh, the next person in in there, whoever wants to rent a room. It is interesting that he didn't bother closing the door. Like he he left it open for yeah. Like didn't didn't matter that it was. Well, maybe he left it open. Maybe he left it open so that he could say that someone else went in there after him. Interesting. That's really smart. So obviously she's dead. If you're making that conclusion. 
agent. That's well, a really. I mean, we did see a photo with like prayer hands and clouds, so I just assumed. Oh well, yeah, that's a good point. So the the thing is, that's a, that's a really good point. <laughs> I mean, we're not. I'm not putting two and two together. Context today. clues, people. I think you're putting two and four together or something. Getting two and two equals four. All right, it does Jen? That's a really good point. If he did leave the door ajar he after killing he, her, he could say he thought he closed it, but maybe someone went in there after him. Although the room was where right behind the reception desk. Exactly. All right. So, so people the recep- get to see if somebody else went in or out. Exactly. Unless Plus, there wasn't anyone at the reception desk. Plus because was, who would sneak into a room if they're going to get caught? True. All right. So right after he leaves, I mean, he walks out, shuts the door. I mean, she sees him walking out. Number one, if you want to read this, this from the Times leader. From the Times leader on October 20th, 2014, quote, a housekeeper entered the room to find Lod's body partly wrapped in a bedsheet in the bathroom. She had apparently been drowned in the toilet, according to police chief inspector Gil Domingo. All right. So here, Jen, this is the death photo. Now, this is graphic. So if you're watching this live on live chat on YouTube, just know that this is a dead body. But this is what the housekeeper found. And this is the photo she took on her phone. So this is her. The bottom photo is Is their head in the toilet. Yeah, I know. It's really weird, isn't it? It looks looks weird. Yeah, I'll put this on talkmore.com. But apparently the neck is not snapped. But the photo is really odd looking. It looks like her neck is elongated. But you see her hair like this black stuff. That's her hair. You see the hair coming out of the bowl. Unless that's her face right there. And the hair is just on the side. And you can't see the ear. It's pixelated. Like is her head face down or is her head? that's the back of her well, you neck. can't or or is it the side of her face but you can't see the the ear is there a, oh, so this maybe. is her shoulder here yeah so it, maybe her head's like this could be could you be. can't really <gasps> tell yeah okay i see so this is her face but it's too pixelated yes. to tell yeah okay and, she, and this is her ear yeah i can kind of see oh, the ear oh yeah that yeah you can see the sideburn you can't but see it was, the ear but you can see the sideburn but wouldn't it still be kind of awkward um it's still it's, awkward yeah but it's not like her neck is three feet long you know what so i think this part right here is her other arm and shoulder and I think uh, there maybe I think this is where the neck kind of cuts off maybe because it looks like she's it looks like she's kind of humpback and the photo is really it's grainy just her neck is looks very very bent the yeah. photo is really grainy this is her her she is wrapped in a bed sheet yeah she yeah regardless she's wrapped in a bed sheet and her head's in the toilet her head is in the toilet now there is no bath tub or shower it's only this toilet and it's got very low amount of water in it but it is possible to drown in a very small amount of water. Yeah, you don't even need to be in water to drown. Yes. And then if you want to describe her face, this is what her face looks like. Is that is that her tongue? We we, we don't t- know. What that I is. don't know if that like I'm assuming that that's at um on a, at a, like an autopsy table or something. So I don't know if that's something in her mouth as like a I mouth guard. Think that's her tongue. Or yeah, well, that's her tongue, and her lip is above the tongue. But it seems like her tongue is real purple. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's dead. Yeah. But did she like choke on her tongue or something while it was, she was it while was she swollen, was drowning? I mean, all right. That's and, anyway. She got a bloody nose as well. Yeah. So. If we look at the actual autopsy report, this is what we see right here. This is the actual autopsy report. I'll put this on talkmore.com. But this is the what we see. So reading, number one, I want you to keep this in mind. It says cadaver of Jeffrey Loud, and it says a fully developed, nourished male cadaver. That's going to be important for later. But the, the conclusion here is that the cause of death is due to asphyxia by drowning. So she died from whatever, from this autopsy report, she died because she was drowned in a small amount of water in the toilet. That's her cause of death. All right. So 
What do you what do you think so far? So obviously this is a this is a US Marine. Right. And this US Marine has killed someone in the Philippines, which we're allies with, but are I say allies, but those relations are pretty shaky because this isn't the first Marine that has done something like this. Oh, so this has really challenged our relationship with the Philippines, this case? Yeah, this and other cases. The Philippines being a a people who is not they afraid. Not they need our help, but they're not afraid to protest, get out on the street and and try to, you know, get Make, the government to actually do something. To do something by like telling the US uh, Natasha said uh, something really interesting. The way toilets are, desi- are designed, you can't drown in a toilet by yourself. Someone, if someone is found drowned in a toilet, it's always murder. Oh, really? In- as I wonder if that's universal. Um, maybe with modern toilets, because I feel like toilets used to use a lot more water. Does you know? anyone want to take a guess at how many liters a toilet uses? Per flush. How much? I don't know. 3.8. Huh? How many liters are running? 20 liters, Jen? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you trying to just destroy the planet? That would be four gallons of flush, Jen. Yeah. Four liters to a gallon, Jen. So it uses almost a gallon of water. I don't yeah. know those measurements it's, off yeah, the top of my head. Three, 3.8 liters per flush. So it's almost a gallon of water. Well, when you're, flush. so guys know because like we pee on the urinal. So there's like always that little sticker that says this uses 3.8 liters per oh, flush. Oh, interesting. And then you, you read it while you're peeing. PPN, you know. Try to aim. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Jen's flushing the toilet with like seven gallons. So let's talk about the confrontation. This is what happened inside the hotel. Now, we're going to present this story like Joseph Pemberton, the Marine, said it was because honestly, at the end of the day, we have to take his word for it because he's the only one that made it out alive, I guess. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't really, can't really explain what happened to her. I wonder if any of my friends know him. It's possible. Maybe. He's from New Bedford, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. not Iowa, because there's two New Bedfords. No, New Bedford, no. Massachusetts. All right. Upon discovering her penis... Jennifer Loud's penis. So she, so Joseph was getting oral sex. He already had oral sex from a transgendered woman. Did he know? No, okay. he did not know. Okay. So he's already had it with two transgendered women. He's received oral sex from two. Yeah, exactly. Now he's laying on the bed and getting it again from Jennifer Loud. And then he finds that she has a penis. So in his mind, hey, there's a dude going down on me and this isn't cool. So immediately he pushes her off the bed, which I think was more of a like, get, get off me type of thing. Yeah. And then according to him, she gets up from, you know, from the floor, from the floor and starts running over and trying to slap him, hit him, punch him, all this other stuff. That's when he puts her in a chokehold. He is a boxer. So he puts her in a, a chokehold like from behind and quote, until she stopped moving. Then he leaves the room. That's what he first said. But she was found in a toilet. So he goes back and says, well, I choked her out. And then I took her to the bathroom, but found there was no shower or whatever. So I tried to splash some toilet water on her to make sure she was alive. I found out she was still breathing. So then I just left. All right. He gets back to the ship and they get in trouble. So he he was out with a couple friends. He gets back to the ship. The friends were looking for him. They're all late. He gets back at 12, 15, 12, 20. Doesn't say anything about it. Gets chewed out. And then when he's going to bed, he pulls a friend to the side and says the following. This friend's name is Jaron Rose. He had to testify on this case. Pemberton says the following, quote, I think I killed a he, she. 
So he slash she, he's talking in private to this friend. He says, quote, I think I killed a he, she. And then he says that he killed her or he thinks he killed her when, quote, he saw that it, end quote, had a dick. So it, you know, he got angry and choked, quote, it, end quote, from behind. So. From The Guardian, August 2015, while in bed, Pemberton discovered that Laud was a transgender woman and pushed her away, causing her to fall off the bed. Laud allegedly slapped him hard and was about to hit him again, prompting Pemberton to punch Laud. All right. So what do you think? He said he tried to revive her, saw that she was breathing and left the room. Evidence, there were condoms in the bathroom. A An expert witness, Derek Dorian, testified that the fingerprints did match his. So, so we know it's him. There's also lubricant in the room that matched matched what it was on his penile shaft so they know it was him no one else came in type of thing let's talk about this guy joseph pemberton marine just real quick we'll go over kind of his background this is obviously him uh being arrested he is from new bedford massachusetts he was on shore leave 19 years old he was aboard the ship uss Pelilu. he is an anti-tank missileman second bat ninth marines so Jennifer Loud, let's talk about Jennifer Loud real quick, just going over her real quick. Her former name is Jeffrey. She's a bakla, which is considered a third gender. The Philippines don't don't consider transgendered people a thing. All right. You saw the autopsy report, male cadaver, you know, yada, yada. They don't actually consider transgender people as a real thing. They consider what is called a bakla, which is B-A-K-L-A. B-A stands for a babe, which means woman, la which is the last part of the word stands for man. And then the K in the middle, bakla, literally means a connection between. So, but this term is more from what I've found out from actually listening to videos of baklas explaining their status. They're more considered to be like what we consider a tomboy to be over here. And that's because the Philippines do not want to consider a transgender person. You know, they, they will not like not very accepting type is thing. not accepting so they'll they're cons- they'll consider her more as a gay man so d- to them jennifer or jeffrey was a gay man that's how they consider her would it be would they would it be more they can a consideration is like a, a a drag queen type thing like they identified they have another identity as as the female i'm talking about for maybe legalese purposes like on their documentations so uh, i won't. mean that's interesting they, they're not going to put if you're transgendered over here would you put female or well if you if you change if you go through the whole process you would identify as the as yeah that's not going to happen over there or either female so that's but not on the documentation over there it's, it's if you, so you're given a you're given an assigned gender at birth. You got a penis. You're a man. And it's going to stay that way, even if you change your name. Got it. See, there is a country and I don't know if it's the Philippines. Um, there's there's a, a country um, where being transgender and it might be it might be the Philippines. But it's it's part of the culture. That's Taiwan. I think there are a couple. Um, are you thinking of Samoa? I'm not sure, but but it's it's widely accepted. That's Taiwan. We've done that story. Maybe. maybe. What do you mean maybe? I no, I think there's I think there's a couple of countries where it is. All right. We're not gonna go over much of her background because it, it would get too long, but she was engaged to a German man who came over and I'm not gonna get into all that. I'll I'll do a write up and put it on the um, website, but you wanna know all about the background. But this isn't the first time that Jennifer Loud has done this specifically. Okay. So that's why I told you to think of the um the trans panic and the trans panic 
I'm just going to read this. This is from one of this LGBTQ. You could say the alphabet mafia. Well, I think of it like, so it's easy to remember if you think like large BLT. So LGBLT. No, no. there's no another second L. It's LGBTQIA+. Just defer to me. LGBTQIA+. <laughs> but I mean, I'm proud of you for trying to like come up with something to help you remember it, but that wasn't it. A lar- large B- large BLT. <laughs> Super size, please. That's All actually right. clever. But This community, this is from a website from them. So this is very biased, obviously. But they say that the trans panic defense, and I want to say the Vice article that I put a lot of this from, the woman is, our man is transgendered as well. So that is a very biased article as well. But anyway, the trans panic defense strategy is a legal strategy that asks a jury to find that the vic- victim's sexual orientation or gender identity expression is to blame for the defendant's violent reaction, including murder. So what it's trying to say is he got away with murder because he didn't know that she was a man. And then he put, he got him. He was put in some kind of temporary insanity and he didn't really have control of what he was doing. All right. I think the difference is it wasn't disclosed. Like it's it wasn't not disclosed. Like he yeah. knew in advance yes. and was doing yeah. something specifically, I think, hateful as a retaliation of that. It was a, a, a surprise he was not expecting and caused yeah. a reaction, I think, similar to like a crime of passion. When a person uses the panic defense, they are claiming that a victim's sexual orientation or victim's sexual orientation or gender identity not only explains, but excuses a loss of self-control. But what the trans panic defense actually is, is is trying to make it a requirement for a transgendered person to have to disclose that information. So, hey, and I think the same thing is with AIDS. I brought this up last time. If I have AIDS, I can't just have sex with you and not tell you. Like, I feel like I think it's illegal to do that. I think no, somebody I'm, did I'm, confirm protect- it is. Yeah. I'm basically giving you a fucking death sentence. If you're not using protection. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think you have to disclose it either way. You should be able to. Condoms break all the fucking time. Yeah. Yes, you and what the fuck? Like, you're going to give someone AIDS? Like, you, I feel like you have to fucking disclose that. If not, you should be tried for it, fucking murder. It is someone, someone confirmed last time. I think Chris. So well, should, I think should it's they the have same to- way with any STD? Like you want to yeah. make sure that you disclose it if you come. Yeah, but it's back- not a requirement. No, but I, I'm just saying it's common decency. If you have a sexually trans- transmitted infection or disease or virus or whatever you want to call it, STIs they call them now. If you have something that you can pass on to someone, and or even if you didn't know at the time, but you're you know you go to the doctor and it's like oh shoot I have chlamydia, you want to tell the person that you just you know, if, if, uh, you know, number one, especially if it is your partner, number two, if even if they're not your partner, but you did have, um, you know, sexual relations with them, you want to be responsible and be like, Hey, just so you know, like you might want to, um, get checked because I came back with this so that you don't pass it on to someone else. You know, it's just kind of like common decency to do that. But I feel like there is another level of, um, there's an, there's another, there's another level, another layer to the trans panic defense because it's not like you're passing necessarily passing on an STI to someone. No, it's not. The trans panic defense is not nothing. No, to no, do no, with. Let, no, no, let me finish. Let me finish because. All right. So let's say, you know, it, like, all right, we're talking about disclosing whether or not you have an STI. That's one thing. That's not the, that is not the same. Let me clarify. That is not the same as mm-hmm. declaring you are a transgendered person. But I think, 
think that there the, the extra layer comes from transgendered people are trying to and I'm not transgendered so I can't speak for the transgendered community however what I can kind of gauge is like if you are a transgendered person before you transition you are not happy with your identity you feel like you're you're not in the you're not you don't identify as your sex assigned at birth mm-hmm. so once you transition you know some people choose to have gender confirming surgery some people choose not to um but you're living life as the identity that you that you identify with right so if you it, it's hard because you some like so if you don't have gender confirming surgery mm-hmm. but you still feel like you are if you still identify as a female or if you still identify as someone who does not possess specific genitalia then you like you may not feel like you need to disclose that do you see what i'm saying it's like however 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 on the other side of that if you are someone who all right no 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 no, i I got it like all right let's say one thing all right if you have a type Mm -hmm. for example some people like people that have um you know blonde hair and and dark eyes or some people like tall people and some people like short people and some people like you know so if you are not someone that if you are if you are seeking if you are someone that is that is hiring a sex worker mm-hmm. and you want to have a uh, penetrative sex vag- if you want if you are looking to have vaginal sex yeah and the person that is offering you sex yeah does not have a vagina mm-hmm. but poses as someone that does that's false advertisement yeah but if the con- if the agreement was not for vaginal sex and if it, were, if it was for oral sex only and then it moved along it's still false advertising i don't want some dude sucking my my wings like i i would fucking be pissed well legally speaking he's they're not a male but legally speaking they are it's, it's no, different it, in the dude, philippines i'm just trying i'm just trying to be dude PC. you got a fucking dick you're a male you're not gonna suck my dick you know what i'm saying like i dude i would fucking flip but you were but you were enticed enough like because i thought it was a chick i thought it was a girl the and same thing with him. He thought it was a girl. He wouldn't, dude, he would not get oral sex from two guys. No, no maybe he, he wouldn't. He didn't but he know. was attracted enough to the he person. He didn't know. Right. I know. No, but like you're, but Lee, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to look at it. I know. From it's big, complicated. Big, but it's very it's, complicated. It's like, okay. If you're attracted to the person who is offering oral sex to you, that's fine. And you agree only on oral sex and they do that. That's no, one. no. But I think what but the difference he was, is he, he would not have agreed to that had he known. Right. He was deceived. Right. All right. He was deceived. Yeah. The gay panic's different. If some guy comes up to the bar and is like, dude, you know, you're so cute. I'd be like, yo, I'm not like that. So whatever. But if a girl comes up and it's like, hey, you know, you're cute or whatever. And then I find out she has a, a wiener. Dude, like I'm going to freaking flip. You know, I'm going to fucking flip. And it's not- especially if the the and then Jennifer apparently came at him slapping and punching. Now, that's a self-defense issue to me. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. Well, yeah. If I mean, yeah, if you were being attacked and you were defending yourself- and you're hitting a man, you're not hitting a woman. You know, at the end of the day, it was born a man. You're fighting a man. Like you're not like, oh, you don't hit a woman. It's not a woman. He's got a penis. This isn't the first time that she's kind of done this. So she doesn't want people to know that she's a man. She met 
met a Korean businesswoman who traveled to Alangapo. He actually had a family of his own wife, kids. He wanted to move from them and marry her and have kids, but she kept refusing his sexual advances every time he would come. She even pretended to, quote, slash her wrist, and she used fake blood to do that, that so that he wouldn't know that she was really a man. Uh, from Vice, Laud, nervous that Pemberton might discover the girls were trans because Jalviro didn't have implants, quickly agreed to lower the rate and rushed her friend out of the room. Please be safe, my friend, Jalviro told Pemberton in stilted English as she left. I get, uh, well, my question is, I mean, if you like, if, if you're a sex worker and you agree on what's going to be done ahead of time, regardless of what your gender identity is, like even if Jennifer was a naturally born woman and he wanted to, you know, he wanted to have a penetrative sex, but she did not want to and he went to do that anyway, that would be a crime against him anyway, correct? What? Um, Like if you're saying it... I think that probably happens a lot he, as he long w- as he pays for he it. He wouldn't you know have, I mean? he would not have choked her if it was a female. Well, no, but I'm he, saying- The reason he flipped out is because she had a yeah, penis. I understand that, but I'm saying that if he, all right, so if the contract was for oral sex there, only- I think there's a thing. It's no contract. It was $25 but you she, I mean? she but they agreed on that before yeah. the, before it happened. All right, this is. But what's she agreed because she agreed specifically so he would not find out. It, you just read that, right? Right. Oh, right. Okay. But but here's the thing: she agreed on that. The fact that he reached under her between her legs is what you're saying, right? Like See, so so like if even if if so even if they didn't agree on that, like if they if they if even if, if they didn't if they agreed only on that one act, right? And he even if hands. she if she was if even if she was a ne- uh, 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 gender signed female at birth he reached under and tried to you know fool around with her there like that's that's a breach of that's that's not something that she agreed to that's not consensual yeah, but we don't know but, what but, they agreed but, to but, but i'm just saying and then then she fought back to defend herself he was leaving uh, from what he's saying he pushed her out the bed which i, I mean he's just like get the fuck off me she flies out the bed then she comes running at him hitting him and, and stuff like hey, that i think i know what what you're saying is i think in a in a in that situation jen i think what would have i, I never paid for sex so i don't know no i don't I but don't, i think i think you probably sex, like so well hang know. on if you want to do that you're gonna need to pay a little bit more money or something you know i like i don't think yeah. i don't think you would necessarily stop it you would probably just be like all right that's gonna gosh extra uh, yeah you know I, mean, I, mean? I guess if you're trying to earn money then yeah but i'm i'm just trying to play devil's advocate here you know yeah so the lg lg community says that you shouldn't have to disclose your genital status but honestly it's just i mean unless you want to get beat up a lot you know like it just seems like the it's right thing to a, do yeah it's <laughs> like, not a it's it's not going to end well like yeah, exactly. someone's going to be angry or upset yeah. or you know whatever unless you know unless you know in advance and in you're advance. cool with that like that's well yeah i think that if you're if you go into the line of sex work and you are if you are if you I mean this I'm like the Korean stop talking I don't want to like say the, anything I don't mean the the Korean guy that she almost married she didn't even tell him that he to this day thought that Jennifer no. was a girl yeah. you know what I'm saying like dude at one point it's like come on that's just fucked up you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah I, I don't that. know man it's just like so like this world like we have 
So use the trans community, for example. And I think it's just the world, but like, okay, people are becoming whatever gender they want. So everyone else just has to accept it and be okay with it. And if you say anything bad, then, oh my God, you're, to, you know, like they, you just have to accept it, you know, like how fucking crazy it is or whatever. They just expect you to be okay with it. And that's the thing. Like, oh, I just expect people to be okay with, you know, if they find out I'm a guy. Well, that's no, what the fuck, dude? I mean, you, this is a nice. 19 year old Marine who has machismo going on and, you know, is like, what the fuck? Like, are you asking for it? Like fucking for real? I mean, I understand what do you expect? No, it's, I, I it's, different, it's different to accept like that someone can do it like what they want to do. It's not harming them. But when it's coming to per, like a personal sexual experience right. that you don't didn't ex- expect to happen. Right. That's Which di- is, that goes does back to what I was saying. Like if you like it, it, like if you have a personal preference and yeah. you pay for something that you think is your personal preference, but it is actually not something your personal else. preference. Then, yeah, I mean, like there are, yeah. there is kind of a little bit of the false so, advertisement. There. So what do you think he should get for? The Filipinos were pretty fucking pissed off about it. And here's like one photo of them, the uh, Filipino community burning like the American flag and stuff and calling for this guy to get the death penalty and all this stuff. Like, what do you think should happen to to this guy? Well, it's hard. It's kind of uh, well, here, hard. Here's them like. Uh, I mean, similar to like a, a crime of passion case, like somebody still, you know, you catch your wife in bed with somebody else and you kill them. Like someone still died, you know, in that situation. Yeah, it obviously wasn't like a first degree murder. Yeah. I mean, and if you bring in the defense part of it, like, but how far did he go? Yeah. You know what I mean? To prove. That's the thing. It's Even like if you he, can't prove But it. if he said that to someone, I think I, I killed someone. Like why? Like, well, he said I killed a he, she, or I killed a he, she. Um, is that, that's not the right term, right? It is no. not. Okay. It is definitely not. Eight years ago, it was not as commonly accepted as it is now, but the correct term is a transgendered person. Um, however, however, number one, he's probably responsible for this person's death. Yes. Was it intentional? We don't know in that moment. Like, if especially if the person was coming at him and he was defending himself, but how far did he go yeah. to cause harm to that person is the question, yeah. really. If if he thought for a moment that, or if he knew for a moment that he killed someone, he should have reported it. Yeah, He should have reported it. You're accountable. You're accountable for that person's death. And well, for- it was, so he got back to the ship late. He went to sleep. This was 30 minutes later. And then in the middle of the night, they got him. So yeah. it was quick. It was real quick. Yeah. They, they pulled him off the ship literally like at 2 a.m. that morning. So the only person he really talked to is his friend and, you know, his. Well, uh, he had time to tell some tell an authority I, or to saying. call 911. I mean, Jeez. I think I think he still he still killed somebody, even if it was accidental. And so I think like. Ugh. So there is a um, there's a treaty that we have called the VFA, which stands for visiting visiting forces agreement it basically this is what it is i'm just say it america's fucking huge and fucking powerful so when we go to the philippines we make them agree to this thing called the vfa that says if something happens like you know i don't know one of our marines chokes out uh, your transgendered sex worker then you can't just take him and try him in in your penal system he belongs to us because he's in the military visiting forces you know what i'm saying So and that's an agreement. So a lot of Filipinos are really pissed about it because they knew that America was going to use that. For instance, like when he's awaiting trial, instead of being in a Filipino prison where there's like no electricity and it's like 100 degrees and diseases and all kinds of shit. He was kept on base in an air condition.
conditioned shipping container with guards posted type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's part of the VFA agreement. Like we can do that type yeah. of shit. And at the end of the day, we use it since America is so big and great. We we can kind of bully some things. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, they don't the government doesn't want us not to be there. They don't want to piss us off too much. So if all the Filipinos are like, yeah, fuck this, burned American flag or whatever, you know, they they don't want us to leave. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but well, what about we, this? What about this? Because they're not going to get invaded by another country if we're fucking if we have our battleships. So. Here's a thought. Here's a thought. Um, yes, you should. Well, here's it, it, it's kind of like a compromise, right? What if and I'm not a lawmaker. So me saying this on this podcast is not going to do anything. However, it's a thought. What if like in that contract for the remainder of the time that your tour is in that country, you're under their law. You're tried in that country or or even you're tried in that country. You get your sentence based on what the country you're in deems appropriate, even if it's served in America. Because you. Like, but this is just for this is not this is just for military. So, I know. so you're a part. So if you're in the military, you're not a part of America, per se. You're part of the American forces, the, the military forces. Were, were you going to say? they should serve time within the country's prison or just like they should be tried by the country whether that be but you know that country's going to tear his ass alive which is I why mean, you're we gonna had get, the... I would say you're going to get bias either way and I but I you're going to get extreme bias yeah, I mean I, yeah exactly but it, like even from the American side you're going to get the bias of doing whatever it takes to protect your your asset your soldier so but it, like not that I'm not saying that that's a bad thing I think like there is I don't think it's a bad law but I do think it's like meant to protect the soldier. Yeah. But Good so, or bad. But that's yeah, what but I so mean, the, if you're out there, like, all right, let's say this was not a one and done. Okay. Let's say this. He went this, on a killing spree yeah. or something. Well, that happened in Afghanistan, actually really close to where I was in Kandahar. Some guy, I think it was from the 10th Mountain Division. He, at night, he went into a village with his, uh, I guess his M4 and just started killing women and children in the village. So we used the VFA law. You don't want to get, I mean, the guy would yeah. Being tried in Afghanistan, he would have got beheaded. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, okay, I know, but that's. I mean, what, what would he America did, he, think about that? Oh, you're gonna let this soldier that's been protecting our country get beheaded by them old yeah, Arabs? He, he goes to prison. And you know what I'm saying? So he spends. I don't know. I guess he's still in prison. I doubt it. But uh, in Leavenworth, I don't know. That's a that's a war crime issue. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but he's in prison in Leavenworth. Yeah, you know, probably. Yeah, that one's that's tough. Forever. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I doubt I, it. Maybe when I'm sober, I, I doubt he's even it. in prison anymore. The only thing. I can think of his podcast ideas. Do you remember the guy? It's not a conspiracy, but do you remember? So you guys don't hear about all the military murders. There's a number one. What's going on that doesn't make the news? A special forces soldier in Fort Bragg murdered a Delta Force soldier. What? And because the it was like cheating wives involved. Oh boy! N none of the media touched it. None of them wanted to get well, into let's that. Do that one. Oh, I don't think. Fuck we, no, dude. I'm too fucking close to that shit. No, fuck that dude fuck that that's yeah. the one thing john won't die. you're you're talking about you're talking about protection from the highest level of government well, when you're talking talk about about it after we are not on the podcast then because yeah. i and, am intrigued and another yeah that was going on another one remember the navy seal he was a captain that uh beheaded the guy mm -mm. beheaded this uh taliban member and did like an insta uh instagram photo oh, of flex. his head oh no no are like you holding his head no i don't remember that well the, he's acquitted trump acquitted him <laughs> but 
I, I don't think that he should have. That sounds about right. I don't think he. I mean, but shit like that you don't hear of. No. no. But I mean that that guy was a decorated soldier, you know. And I mean over there, man, you see that shit all the time. They do that to us. Like, why can't we do that to them well, every once in a while? Two wrongs don't make a right. Exactly. Well, anyway. Anyway, so his sentence. Yeah. So he got sentenced to initially twelve years in prison. So the prison would be served at the military base, American-run military base in the Philippines. So he's technically still in the Philippines. And it was basically him isolated. And it probably was pretty cush. I'm not going to lie. They, you know. It was a shipping container. It was a shipping container. He probably had all the amenities, which, you know, or whatever. He still got his pay $2,300 a month, which equaled $160,000 when he got out. $2,300. And he was actually fully pardoned by uh, Rodrigo, you know, the president. Duterte. And he served less than six years. So he's out. I don't know if I doubt he's still in the military. Yeah. If there was a a, a way to prove that, like he yeah. had wounds or something mm-hmm. like that, like that would definitely. Well, make they didn't me, check the wounds. I know. Like if that was mm-hmm. that was there, I would definitely be leaning more towards your. I think some sort of some prison time is appropriate. Yeah, you need to. You're so, res- like it, there's most it's most likely most likely. But the Filipinos are, are pissed at right. this. They're pissed at us. But at the end of the day, what I want to say is, you know, your president gave him a full pardon. Yeah. So don't be pissed at us, even though let, let, even though let's pull back the curtains a little bit, a little bit. Why did he give us a pardon? Well, because he doesn't want to upset the big angry dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just how it is. But uh, who pardoned him? Duterte, Duterte, the president of the Philippines. Oh, the Filipino president. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But the reason why is because of the. It's, this is a relations thing. This is why you don't hear these stories because it's like Something it's not just fuck, it's not just some it's Idaho politics. kids getting killed. No, you know? it's, it's all. Political. Yeah, this is everything in life is political, and if you think yeah. otherwise, you're wrong. This is why I'm you don't hear these stories. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but yeah. it's all political. It, it all it is. It is all political. I don't know. I hope you guys like that. Oh, what about the Green Beret? Yeah, that guy. Um, you know, there's a lot of Green Berets that get in trouble. Remember, um, the guy, um, the Mountain guy. What was that guy's name? Um, who uh, was he? Was a former Green Beret, and he was living in the mountains, and he got involved in kind of a white supremacy group, and then the government showed up, and they fucking just opened fire and killed his wife. I mean, it, it was it was fucking terrible. Like you know, Jesus. You you don't remember that? No. It's a big case. It was um. What was that? I can't remember. I don't know. But terrible, terrible. So and I remember there was a um, Green Beret before I got to Fort Bragg that showed up to a PT formation and just started offing people, you know? Damn. What? It's crazy, man. But yeah. I mean, at the same time, like, I don't know. So this guy. I understand you're putting, you, you are putting yourself in his shoes. I get that. The guy from, um, like the guy from that shot up all the Kandahar families. Man, I, so, all right, you spend 13 months over there. It's, con- they're constantly fucking attacking you, right? Not, not the people. And if you're on a big base, like he was, you don't really see the inner working. So like I was in a village. So the people I was with, they were, so happy that we were there because they weren't trying to kill us. They loved us, right. you know, but the Taliban 
if you're on a big base and you're constantly getting mortared and shit like that, you just think the whole country is out to get you type of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Most most of the guys over there, like the regular people, don't even know what the fuck America is. They never even seen a fucking map. They don't have Twitter. They don't have internet. Like there were some people that we actually went to this village that no one has ever been in since the Soviets, which was in the 70s. And they thought we were the fucking Soviets coming like, back. Yeah, you're back. Hey. We were, they were like, what the fuck? What about 9 11 they're like what what is that ben who ben i don't know that guy what what happened like they have no fucking clue and that's the majority of them Mm. you know because afghanistan is literally nothing but a big fucking desert and mountains you know so like the majority of people are just fucking farmers they don't give a shit yeah Yeah. they don't know what the world looks like they've never seen a map they just know that they grow this and that and they eat this fucking crazy that's the kind of the people i wanted to protect you know, because the Taliban comes in there and they fucking rape their wives and shit like that. Like, fuck that. Fucking pussies. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, you are our American. Anyway, uh, whatever. All right. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Until next time. Good night, you lovely, lovely people.